this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another exciting podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and uh, so glad and honored to be with you guys today. I tell you, we have these podcasts come out once a week, and we're seeing tremendous people, just their lives changed, and people awakening to, you know, uh, their reality, their co-creator, you know, being co-creators in God, and realizing they have a say-so in this life, and God's given them the mind of Christ, and there's an attraction and a magnetism, you know, in this world that we can begin to utilize the mind of Christ and attract into our world what we need to attract through God. Wheel and on and on and on. I mean, we got so many great people that are actually saying, Wow, you know, Jeremy, I'm really being touched by this podcast. I'm learning from the Bible. And the great thing about this podcast is that the main goal is I want people to learn and be empowered and be educated. One of my favorite scriptures that many of you know who know me very well is, you know, we suffer from a lack of knowledge. And that is such a powerful verse because if you think about it, we truly do suffer. All of us do. We suffer. There's a suffering that me and you and everyone carries no matter how you know how much we think positive and say oh there's no suffering in me there is unfortunately because you live in a world where you see in part you prophesy in part which means you can only see partial things you'll never see the fullness of everything in this reality because it's just impossible and but we keep on striving we keep on studying to show, to show ourselves approved like the Bible says and there's a great awakening of knowledge happening in this earth in fact the Bible even says as we get later you know into the seasons and times of, of planet Earth, you know, and we'll see the, the last days, which is my eschatology is different than most people's, but as we get further and further into the future, you know, it says knowledge shall increase in the Earth, and we've seen that happen, right? We've seen it happen through technology, but the great thing about it is there's such an advancement within the power of the mind happening left and right, and, and some people, whether they're Christian people or not, who claim all this stuff, you know, or who don't claim all, all this stuff, you know, is still going to be left behind mentally with not evolving into greater higher truths and evolving into wisdom but also evolving into knowledge and education and so I don't know if you're you're like me but I want to make sure I am on top of the game right I want to make sure that I'm packed full with as much wisdom and knowledge as I can get my mind wrapped around and so I'm thrilled to be able to be a part of this journey with many of you who are like me like that who, who really want to be able to dive into the learning aspects because I do not want to suffer from lack of knowledge if I can help it on a lot of areas of my life, right? Because knowledge truly is power. Here's my saying. You know, many of you have heard knowledge is power. But my saying is this. It's activated knowledge that's really power, right? Because when you put knowledge to the test and it's activated, man, there's no stopping you, right? And so I'm just thrilled and honored to be with you guys. And I'm glad we hear all these stories all the time of people who who are just really touched by this podcast and touched by the ministry and all my books. Guys, I actually have a 153 books out so far. Can you believe that? And yet a lot of them have not even been released to the public yet. But we're going to release them soon, even month to month, for those on our 
um, book of the month program. So all I got to do is if you really want to get on a ride, you know, uh, just get in the car and ride with me, spiritually speaking, and, and, and let's let's learn as much as we can and evolve into the greater things that God wants us to evolve in. Hey, get on board. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, when I want somebody to say all aboard and let's go for it, right? Because I'm on a, a learning kick. I want to learn, learn, learn. I want to experience knowledge. I want to be able to move out in knowledge. I want to have a life worth living. I want to be successful. I want to thrive and not survive. And you know what? I'm doing that right now. I'm do I'm living that reality. But there's always room for improvement and there's always room for more in my life and in all your lives, right? And so join with me and let's get on board and take this journey together. And I know many of you are. And to check this out, you guys are going to probably be excited today because I'm going to talk about something that I know many of you are going to be like, what? Did he just talk about that? And it's fun. It's exciting. And that is um, the weapon of music. I love this. The weapon of music. Because, you know, I was thinking this morning, I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to talk about my new book this month, which I've been talking about, you know, The Glory Unleashed. And I was excited. I was pumped up about it. And something me was like, no. No, you need to talk about music because, you know, we've launched out many um, new um, uh, music pieces in our uh, ministry recently because many of you did not know that we have a music company as well, which is just as powerful as, as my books and podcasts and everything else. It's called Identity Network Music, and we've launched out a lot of albums, and we actually launch out one almost every week. Can you believe it? It's crazy. We have musicians that are hired that work for us full-time, many of you didn't know that, that actually create music for us because what we want to do is we want to get out this this message uh, to the masses that you know what the power of words can help you the power of music can help you because everything that we that God touches guess what helps you and touches your own life right and so today I'm going to talk to you guys for a little bit about the weapon of music I love it the weapon of music so what I want to do is I want to start off by taking a scripture that many of you've heard before but some of you might not have and it's taken from first Samuel uh, uh, 22. Now I love this because I love this because of the fact that it's it's something that many of us really don't think about because of the fact that we just don't think of the fact that is is music really powerful. But it's 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 22 and 23. 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 22 and 23. So here's what it says. It says and Saul Verse 22, And Saul sent Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he hath found favor in my sight. Verse 23, this is the one I want you to focus on. And it came to pass that when the evil spirit was upon Saul, that David picked up his harp, and he started playing it with his hand. And then it says, So Saul was refreshed. Take this out. Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Now, I want you to think about this for a moment. So here is a guy named Saul who actually is was a king. Saul had a lot of issues. I mean, we're talking about, man, this guy had such low self-esteem. He had a lot of dysfunctionalities. Like, this guy needed a counselor major, majorly, right? I mean, could you imagine back in the day, if we had the knowledge and the people we had today, you know, could you imagine counselors going to King David saying, you know, hey, dude, king, whatever, you know, like, you really need some counseling. You got to, you know, we don't know if you have, you know, PTSD. We don't know if you've got, you know, low self-esteem, but we're going to target you because you got a lot of issues and Dave and and Saul did have a lot of issues like he loved David David was 
like a second son to him because he was friends with his son Jonathan. And they were good, close friends, or best friends, as a matter of fact. The Bible says they were so close. They were closer to each other even than their wives were close to him, they said. They were so you know tight together. And yet, he, you know, Saul loved David like a son. But what's interesting about the whole story is Saul began to be jealous because these prophets come along and say, Hey, David, you're going to make a mighty king one day. You know, and there's a scripture that says when they went to battle, there's a scripture that says Saul has slain his thousands, which means he's killed a lot of people in the, in the army. But they go on to say, but David has killed his tens of thousands. And so you can see where the perfect setup of jealousy began to kick in, right? I mean, could you imagine Saul? He's like, wait a minute, I'm king here and I've killed thousands. And here you are coming forth and you're just even wanting to be able to bring forth, you know, thousands, you know, and brag about that. And so there's something here to be said that here is David, you know, like not really doing anything, but the people are doing something. The people are wanting to so bad to say, oh, but you've killed your tens of thousands, you know, David, a lot more than Saul has. And so you can imagine where a little bit of jealousy comes in. And anytime you have low self-esteem, trust me, folks, there's always jealousy and competitiveness and sometimes narcissism can, can, you know, kick in there. You know, I understand that. And so we imagine here where Saul, the Bible says, had an evil spirit because, I mean, all the issues that he was dealing with, I mean, you know, that opens up door for a lot of influences, right, in the dark realm. And so because of that, here's David comes along and David starts playing his harp, you know, as God instructed him to. And the power of music begin to cause this demon to speak, you know, to leave Saul. And what's great about this is the is the scripture says this. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. So what are we hearing? We're hearing where the Bible says Saul was refreshed. Now I want you to think about that for a moment. Saul was refreshed and well. Now it's funny how we hear the word refreshed and well before we hear the words that the evil spirit left him. Think about that. Because if you think about it, it's not so hard as you think to begin to do something like that. What's tougher is having the power to feel refreshed as if you're finally back in your right mind again. Now, what you think about that, as if you're in your right mind again. And, and then it says, and he was well. And what that means is the wellness... Now think of this, the wellness didn't even come from the evil spirit because it says he was refreshed and well and the spirit left him. So, so what you know, notice is the chronological order of this pattern here of what the music did. The music refreshed him. It made him well. And it's almost like saying, oh, and by the way, the old spirit left, <laughs> you know? And I love this because it's letting you know the power of what music can do. And yet God knew that if David played his harp, that it would disrupt the pattern. You know, music is known to be vibrational. Music is known to be frequency. Music has a powerful sound. It's what we call the universal language, right? Because everybody on this planet, think about it, everybody on this planet likes music. I mean, like you probably have never met a person who says, I can't stand music, period. I don't like any tone. I don't like piano. I don't like drums. I don't like harps. I don't like anything. Like, you know, and I'm and you want somebody to say, hey, you know, the old phrase, you know, the devil's a liar. You want somebody to say, you're a liar <laughs> because there's not a person on earth who's never tapped their foot to a song in a restaurant or maybe, you know, swayed a little bit when they're in church and hear music or maybe walk into a, 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 a you know, shopping mall and they have music out loud playing no matter what kind of music it is and you just find yourself just walking to the rhythm, right? It's universal language because music does something to the soul. And, with, and here we see where Saul was refreshed. 
What does music do for us? It refreshes us. It makes us well because the power of music that God has called forth can really help us. Now, once again, it has to be the right music, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we're not going to go and say, hey, I need to be healed. So I'm going to play some Corey B and some Nicki Minaj, right? But most of you are like, who? Who? Well, you got to get a little modern, folks, and know who these people are. But they're uh, women who are rappers today. And so you nobody's going to be able to say, I need to be well, so I'm going to play some of the music, right? Right? And so that's just not how the ball bounces. But when we look at this and we recognize what this is saying, then let's check out actually what science would say. Here's what it here's what it does. So the power of music, the scientific science says this that it boosts your mood when you're down, gives you energy when you feel low, and inspires you to bring out your creativity. Isn't that cool? Then it goes on to say science has proven has already proven that music has an intense yet positive impact on the physical and mental health of humanity. It can help increase focus, clear our minds, and improve our overall well-being. And yet thousands of years before, when here's Saul who has major issues, David plays the harp and it says Saul was refreshed and was well. And guess what science says today? Science who know who has who understands the seen and the unseen as far as, you know, behind the realm of the metaphysical and universe and everything else, well, they come to that conclusion the same thing. And that is what? It clears our minds. It improves our well-being. So we see here where there is a well-being. There is, it brings a wellness to us and refreshes us. And then it also, what, can cast out and bind out anything that is thrown our way, right, by the enemy. And so the greatest thing about music is understanding what music can do for you. And if you take music and it's geared in the right direction, let me give you a great example. You know, David just didn't walk up, walk up and say, I'm just going to play some, you know, some crazy song. You know, in the 60s, there was this word funky, you know, F-U-N-K-Y, just for those of you who don't think I'm going to cuss here, you know, but um, it, it's funky. You know, there's, and it was like, you know, there's some, play that funky music. Remember, there's an old song called Play the Funky Music White Boy. Don't ask me what that means, but hey, we'll just go there. And, and, you know, and you hear, uh, you know, this funky, you know, sound and people know how to dance to it. Well, if you think about music and how powerful it is, it can be, it can be for the bad and for the good. And so, David just didn't go in there and say, I'm going to play some of this funky music. You know, I'm going to talk. No, David had a mission and a purpose because he knew that God had ordained him and called him forth to be able to say, if I play, if I play this, something's going to happen. So let me just say this, first of all, what the power of music did for David at that moment and what it does for many things in the Bible, if you, if you notice, it doesn't require humanity to be able to lay hands on somebody all the time or to feel as if they've got to get involved. If I don't get involved, you can't be healed. You can't, you know, nothing good could happen to you. No. If you notice, it's just being obedient, just playing your gift, you know, doing your gifting. And if you think about it, David just, and I like to, in a business world, in a business sense, let's put it this way. What did David do? David just actually did what David was called to do. David was in his business because he, he, David was a musician. He was a, what they call a worship leader. You know, uh, he was a psalmist, the Bible talks about, which is one who ordains music and brings forth, brings it forth to people. And so if you think about it, David just used, utilized his gifts. So if you think about it in a business sense, when you're in your vein and you're playing or you're doing your gifting, no matter if it is accounting or, you know, uh, attorney work or, you know, being in a band to sing or an actor or a janitor or a doctor, when you do your gifts, guess what? Your greatest potential and creativity will shine through that. And so... Here we see on a spiritual level and on a natural level where David just did his gifting. 
He was obedient to God, just did his gifting. And his gifting alone, just really from head to toe, just healed this guy. I mean, cast out something out of him and refreshed him and made him well because the power of music here had an intention. And David had, David's intention was, if I utilize my strength, my gifting that God's told me, God's given me and told me to play, then it's going to target something and it will do its job and I won't have to do anything. I'm just living in my vein of doing what I know to do of what I've been called to do. Think about that for a moment. And so I might present things to you guys differently than maybe some preachers because some preachers might say, you know, the Lord, came, you know, the Spirit of God came on David and he played this music and all of a sudden all hell shook and blah, 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 blah. And that sounds great and wonderful and it sounds a little hyped up, but the truth is David just played. The Bible, they didn't, Bible just says he just started playing as God instructed him and that's what happened. And just, you know, Saul began to be healed and, and he made well and refreshed and the devil and the demons left him. And so, hey, guess what? He just was obedient. And so when you think about the power of music, you realize music has a way with us that affects the soul. And so here's where we have to look at this, is music, when music has an intention, and David had an intention with the music, when there's an, an intention behind the music, good or bad, it will affect you, good or bad, it will affect you in a way where it gets into you, it feeds into you, and the Bible says what goes in a man comes out of a man. So you got to be careful what goes in you. So whatever goes in you, guess what? It's going to manifest itself out, outwardly in some shape or form or fashion. So you want to be able to make sure that you have, that you're maybe listening to music that have a good intention to it, that it has a purpose to it. David's intention was this music I'm going to play out of my gifting, and hey, God's going to do something through it. And he did, right? And so here's why I want to bring this up to your attention today, because we knew that. We decided years ago here in the ministry that music is powerful. It's a universal tool. It's called by God. It affects our lives, positive or negative. So what if we had an intention to music? What if we had an intention and a purpose behind every song? Because we knew that if music is universal and it can drive out demons, for goodness sake, and Think about that. Music, music, the music drove out demons of, of Saul. I love that because it just shows you a gifting from somebody can just cast down anything and can put anything negative and put anything that doesn't belong in your life straight to the ground. And so you, you notice even with the power of our words, we decree a thing, it shall be established. We notice that when we do things that come out of us from our giftings, our callings, our creativity, that we know God's given us, guess what? The whole earth just shakes and everything around you, your situations have no choice but to bow to the power that's in you through what God's given you. And so through that reality, that's what we've begun to understand years ago in this in this ministry is music is universal and we have if when there's an intention behind a song guess what and we know that that song can affect you the way that we have ordained it to affect you the way that we know that God's allowed this to affect you and so here's what we've done our newest albums we've launched out recently which is really amazing one of them is called ultimate sleep Ultimate Sleep. And this album is, is it's a music digital download only. And all these amazing songs, which is probably about 50 to 55 minutes long. Every song on this album has been geared towards helping you to sleep. And trust me, I know many of you have problems sleeping. I've talked to you guys in life coaching sessions. Many of you toss and turn, have a problem sleeping. Don't get your REM state sleep in, which basically means rapid eye movement, which means you're in a deep state of sleep, which our bodies are needing and required to, to actually do for longevity of life. Did you guys know that when you don't sleep that good, it literally takes off years off your life? Did you know that? 
it's so vitally important to understand the power of sleep. And so when we understand that we have to have something, we want to be able to take something to be able to help us sleep. And so what we've done is we put together Ultimate Sleep. This has a, a lot of songs on there that are geared towards, it's more ambient, slow, deep music, and each song is geared towards helping you to finally put your eyes shut and sleep. And so I want to encourage you to download today. If you go to the website, identitynetwork.net, you can download Ultimate Sleep today. Okay, it's just Ultimate Sleep. Another one we've launched out uh, around the same time period is called Emotional Healing. Now, this one is extremely powerful as well because emotional healing is geared towards healing of the soul because and the because the soul is the mind, the will, the emotions. And the mind has triggers. The mind has reaction mode. The mind has flight, flight or fight mode you've heard before. For. And through the soul, our, our emotions sometimes are sort of uh, created, or we could say this way, we could say molded out of our experiences of, tra of traumatic things that happen to us from good things that happen to us. And that's why many people have triggers and can maybe stay on the offensive or be defensive about something or whatever the case may be. But what you have to understand is the soul, the emotions will be damaged throughout life from rejections, abandonments, fears, all this other stuff that happens to you. And so your soul trains those emotions to begin to know how to respond or let's say offend or even defend at times, you know, uh, when things approach it. Because the soul actually has this mechanism to protect. And so our emotions sometimes can find it, our emotions sometimes can be used in an, in an effective way to deflect things or to defend our points or defend what's going on about our situation or our lives or someone else. And the soul has a way of protecting itself, but it can also do it in a damaging way. And so what we want to do is we want to be able to bring forth healing to the soul to where your emotions can respond the way they need to respond and not not get into a reaction mode of flight or fight even right uh, in situations and be healed because you have to think about this folks and remember this cl very closely when I say this to you people don't realize that they're focusing so much on their body to be healed your body the reason why your body is sick most of the time not all the time but a lot of times is because the soul is fragmented the soul is not well because the body only responds to the things the mind tells it the mind is part of the soul the soul is what the mind the will and the emotions so the body only responds to what the soul brings forth. You have to remember that every time. Whenever you think about this throughout the day, you say, you know what? My body only responds to what the mind, the soul, the mind tells it to respond to. And if I have fear in my mind and I've, I've created a, this paradigm of fear, it constantly shoots these electrical waves to my body and pronounces fear. And, and what, do, what it does is my body does not know how to respond to fear, so it manifests in ways of sickness. That's what your body does. And so through this music of emotional healing, it helps heal the soul through even a lot of you know uh, trauma and, and, and things within your life. And so emotional healing album is geared towards that to help you heal. So I want to highly encourage every one of you. Only the, here's how I say it. Only those that are really serious and love themselves. 
to be able to be better people in their lives. This is those are the people I'm talking to. All right, I'm talking to those who don't want it, who don't want to help the body. All right, I'm talking to those who are desperate to say, "I need to be healed. I want to be able to sleep, Jeremy. I want my I want my soul to be healed because I'm tired of always reacting and making people mad at me, and then I feel uh, you know uh, then I feel offended or I feel mad or I feel you know uh, like the, the depression mode comes upon me. We want to target that and eradicate anything that is negative. Anything that's, you know, the Bible says to cast down vain imagination. And what that means is anything that is vain, anything that is limited, anything that is not empowering your life and bringing people closer to the power of who God is, you need to cast it down, get rid of it. And so I'm going to highly encourage you guys, go to the website, identitynetwork.net. And when you do, put in ultimate sleep in our search engine, two words, ultimate sleep, and then put that in your shopping cart. And then put in emotional healing and then put that in your shopping cart and download today, purchase and download those two albums because the number two things in our lives that keep us sick is a lack of sleep and when the soul is fragmented. So we want you healed today. So download Ultimate Sleep and Emotional Healing today. And as always, folks, thank you, as always, for joining our podcast. I mean, I truly mean that. I always give you guys what I'm going through, what I'm hearing, or what is the latest news for the week, right? Of what we feel like that, you know, God is bringing forth. And that's the great thing about this amazing thing we call the kingdom of God is, is getting downloads from the Spirit, the unseen realm of what it is that we need to know for that week to be able to produce what we need to produce, create what we need to create. Uh, manifest what we need to manifest, multiply what need to be multiplied, and that's a great thing about God's kingdom. So download those two today, and as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of our podcast. We have thousands across this globe who are part of this, and I want to extend my my hand to shake your hand, a hug, to hug, give you a hug, and just say thank you for being a part of our lives. Amen. So also, let me say this before we close. If you don't like your day, if you feel like something's going wrong, if something just hits you and you're like, oh, man, I'm, I forgot about the paying my bill and all of a sudden you get in this emotional trauma I got great news for you if you don't like what's going on right now change your thoughts and the rest of your day will change god bless this has been the thoughts become things podcast with jeremy lopez helping you reach your highest creative potential that god has for you For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.